This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings engaging video and audio lectures presented by top professors and professionals on a wide variety of subjects to your fingertips. The Great Courses has a collection of lecture series geared towards professionals, including Scientific Secrets for a Powerful Memory, How Conversation Works, Art of Public Speaking, and Influence, Mastering Life's Most Powerful Skill. These series offer great tools and insights for anyone looking to improve their recall at work, hone their presentation skills, or become a better negotiator. And now, for a limited time, The Great Courses has a special offer for Weekly Standard listeners. Order any of these four business and presentation courses for just $9.95. This special price of $9.95 is only available for a limited time. Order today. Go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us on the Weekly Standard is Lee Smith. And Lee, President Obama continues to say he is going to press on with the deal with Iran despite uh, resistance, real resistance in Congress, a majority vote in the House Representatives. And now we see new poll numbers, Lee, that a two-to-one margin, Americans say this is a bad deal. Right, a Quinnipiac poll uh, just released says that by a margin of two-to-one, Americans are against the deal. And nonetheless, the president will push on and the president will, uh, the president and the surrogates in the media will continue to slur people who are opposed to the deal as dual loyalists, that they're listening, as the New York Times wrote yesterday, they're more responsive to the prime minister of Israel than they are to their own commander in chief, as though that's the role of Americans. Americans are just supposed to march in lockstep with what the commander in chief says. We happen to have two parties in this country and they're allowed to disagree and they're not necessarily taking orders from foreign leaders. But since we're talking about foreign leaders, let's talk about another foreign leader. Let's talk about another foreign country, the government of France. And uh, a former uh, national security advisor in France has come out and said, has come out and said, this was last week, has come out and said that, no, they think it would be a perfectly fine thing. The French thing would be a perfectly fine thing if Congress walked away from the deal in order to get a better deal. So the president and the White House can look around and point fingers all the time and accuse everyone of being a dual loyalist or being uh, not sufficiently loyal to the commander in chief, the present commander in chief. A lot of honest dissent, including what the Quinnipiac poll reveals which is that two to one Americans oppose the deal. You know, Lee, it's interesting. You, know, you follow this closely. You follow it every day. I was surprised the last few days, a number of people who had said, who've said to me, casual, you know, just kind of follow the news a little bit, people who've raised issues like, did I hear that the Iranians are going to get their own soil samples to turn over? Or did I hear that no Americans would be allowed to be part of the inspections? Do you think this has to do with the details of the deal coming out? Or is it just the kind of, basic good sense of Americans that they know anytime the Iranians are happy, we should be worried? I think, it's a, I think it's a number of different things. I think that the more the administration tries to throw expertise at the American people and shut them up like that, and when the good sense of uh, the American public says, wait, I don't get this. You mean there's no real, the Iranians will have at least 24 days with suspect sites, if not many, many more, if not perhaps three times that much to clean up any suspect site. It doesn't make sense to me. Let me get this right. They don't have to answer to the possible uh, military dimensions of their program, which means that we've been sitting and negotiating with the Iranians for two years 
And the idea was is that they said they never had a nuclear weapons program and now we're believing them. Yeah, so I think it makes absolute sense that once some of the details, not the details, it's not numbers of centrifuges and stuff like that. This is part of the screen that the administration and surrogates in the media are trying to use to sell the deal, basically to confuse people. But once the fundamental, once the elements come out, people say, wait a minute, this makes no sense. Look, let's just take the centrifuges and all these different things with the program, for instance. What kind of insight are we going to have into what the program is doing, including secret sites, if the inspection and verification regime is riddled with holes like Swiss cheese? What kind of insight do we have into it? Very, very little. So yes, again, I think it is largely the, um, the, the uh, com good common sense of the American public. You know, Lee, we've got a big debate coming up this week, and here in the Weekly Standard, we're going to be podcasting about it and following it very closely all week long, and of course, the event itself. And um, you know, most of the conversation is focused on, well, Donald Trump, as opposed to the, yeah. the Ayatollah, whatever. Yes. The, my question for you is, do you think that foreign policy, and particularly Iran policy, will be part of this debate? And if you, if, if one of the Republican candidates said to you, Lee, what is the point that I need to, to take home to the viewers, kind of the one right. thing that I need them to understand that I understand about the, about the Iran deal, what would you counsel them? I would say, I mean, I think there are three points. There are three different points. The first point is, is that if the Iranians do not have to address um, issues of their past activity, it means that we can't set benchmarks to know whether or not they're abiding by the deal. That's one enormous problem. The second problem is about the inspection and verification regime, most especially the 24 days, which is, again, the bare minimum that the Iranians will have. Again, with all these different processes, they'll have at least 24 days, which gives them ample time to clean up a whole bunch of stuff or at least to sow confusion so that we will never know what kind of suspect suspect activities that they've been up to. The third point, again, is what we, um, is what the New York Times wrote about yesterday and, and another article in the New York Times writing about that the uh, Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action is not simply a nuclear agreement, but it's a way for the United States and Iran to come to certain accommodations, a certain detente around the Middle East. I think it would be a good thing for the candidates to ask the American public if we really want detente if we really want what is actually a de facto alliance with a regime like Iran's, not just because of the trouble that they cause in the region against our traditional allies like Israel, like the Arabs, but because of the amount of American blood that this regime has historically shed over the last 36 years. So I think those are all good questions. Do we want, and number one, I'd say, do we want what is a de facto alliance with this right. regime? And you know, developing around the region for the last couple years now, I think that's a good question to ask. Why are we giving so much to a regime like this? And you know, Lee, what I'm hoping is that one of the uh, I have you know a lot of the candidates are readers of the Weekly Standard. They've seen the reporting that Steve Hayes and others have done about this stack of documents retrieved from Osama bin Laden that show the level of cooperation between Iran and Al Qaeda. And to me, wouldn't it make common sense to have you know one of the Republicans or not all of them say, 
I'm not going to do any negotiate, any going forward until we see specifically how closely have, did, what, has Iran been backing out, backing Al-Qaeda while Al-Qaeda was killing us. My question for you, Lee, is based on what you've seen from the candidates thus far, who are you the most hopeful about raising these issues like the uh, if, you know, uh, de facto alliance that you just mentioned? I think there's a lot of people. Uh, I think there's a lot of people uh, who are running, who are awfully good on foreign policy. I think, uh, you know, we're looking at senators like Lindsey Graham with an awful lot of experience who know exactly what they're looking at. They're talking about Senator Rubio uh, as well, Governor, uh, Governor Bush, um, Governor Walker. You know, there are good people who are, um, these are good, smart people who have good, smart people counseling them as well. So I think that I, I certainly hope um, that they will be raising some of these questions uh, in the in the initial debate, I think that these are important questions, and I think that the fact that the Quinnipiac poll reveals what side the American people are on on this poll, I think I hope that puts hard questions to the president, uh, as well as former Secretary of State and presumptive candidate for uh, the Democratic nomination in 2016, Hillary Clinton. I think they need to start answering questions about this deal. I think that the American people that, that suggests that the American people are at the very least skeptical of this deal, of not extremely worried about this deal. So I think it's a very good opportunity to open this debate up. And I hope that we get to, I hope the debate, I hope the debate leads finally to Congress turning this deal down. Uh, well, Lee, one last question. The rumor is that Donald Trump's suggestion is going to be that he simply buys Iran with a leverage buyout and changes Tehran into Terump. And that'll be a major gambling uh, uh, facility. We'll see if that I haven't heard. That's uh, that's very interesting. (laughs) Hey, breaking it here first on the Weekly Standard Podcast. Lee, have to look into your sources. Lee Smith, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check WeeklyStandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.